Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, primer. It's time to settle down. Settle down. Listen to the soothing sound. Oh, yeah. This? Oh my god, this? Oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, this. is on a roll. Hello, and welcome to On a Roll, where we take an unhealthy interest in a given actor's filmography. I am Emma, and as always, joining me is... Uh, Tom, hello. <laughs> so, if you haven't noticed already, I'm not Tom introducing the podcast as normal, because our sweet, sweet Tom is in the corner very poorly. I Well, I'm, I'm relatively ill. I spent the last couple of days just in bed. Yeah, he has two big globs of tissue showed in his <laughs> nose, which is not a look. It's just just to stop my nose running while we're recording this. You know, yeah. we, we just got to get through it. You got to get through these. You got to push on. I, I mean, I'm all lemsipped up. Yeah, I've sound a little bit like a little bit nasal. Yeah, uh, but I'm all lemsipped up, so I should be ready to go. Uh, and hopefully we smash this out before the drugs wear off. Smash this not, out. Nothing illegal, obviously. But yeah, know. it's and it's uh, not COVID. I've been assured. Yeah, no, it's not. I, th- I think it's I think it's tonsillitis or something. I think like. it's tonsillitis. Well, I don't have the COVID symptoms. I will be disinfecting this entire room when you yeah, leave. No yeah, offense. But <laughs> I'm hoping that I'll get like performance fitness. Yeah, I I hope so because I don't want this to turn in. into the Emma Baker show because you're I feel like you're almost the lead because you just know what you're talking about more <laughs> whereas I, I come in and I just never really know what's going on. I don't know where you've got that from. I don't know how you think I know what I'm talking about. I don't know, you just have an an air of um I sound like I know what I'm knowledge. talking about. Actually, I'm just bullshitting the entire time. Well, you do it really well. Well, you know, 3 years at at drama school yeah paying off clearly do you know what i was talking to my boyfriend about this earlier because i was saying how you're a bit more of the like lead and i feel like you're just better at presenting in general and i'm guessing that's just what you did for three years at uni you just learned how to that, yeah to i present. went on an acting course and they yeah. just said actually we're going to train you for a podcast yeah um, <laughs> just act like you know what you're doing yeah 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 uh genius i, I don't think that's why I, I spent a lot of time a lot of time lying down actually in a, in acting school yeah yeah so Are you pretending we, to we, sleep? We had a, a lesson called Alexander Technique, which is it's all about like getting your body aligned and all this sort of stuff. And that rele- sounds like yoga. Are rele- you sure releasing, you were doing yoga? Releasing all, no, it's releasing all the tension in your body. That's yoga. No, but we would just lie down. Huh. We would lie down for, I think it was 45 minutes to an hour, the lesson. Wow. Uh, and we would just lie down. People would fall asleep. And our teacher was... You pay, sorry, you paid to sleep on the floor. Look, Emma, all I can <laughs> tell you is my posture spot on now hang on yeah well absolutely smashing. i grew another two inches um, in those three years i did, I did. <laughs> but our teacher Anne, she was a lovely lovely northern woman and she did do tai chi and things like that there's videos of her on youtube doing tai chi but she was also like she was really calm she used to talk like really that. calm she used to talk like that and i'll never forget in one lesson we're all lying there and she was she was saying you know just uh just feel yourself Feel your way around. Just feel yourself. (laughs) Feel your way around your body and your mind. Sink into your feet. Release all the tension. Don't don't actually release it. Just think about it. Tom, I don't think you did an acting. And then and then and then she. 
this is the the one that sticks with me. She went, and just relax. You know that feeling when you go into bed and you just think to yourself, oh, heck, I'm going. <laughs> and that'll always stick with me. I think she meant the moment where you're about to fall asleep and you're like, oh, you shake yourself awake. But oh, my God. That, that's the only thing that stuck with me from three years of acting going. school. Wow. Oh, heck. I'm going. So is that what you do before you come to my house to record the podcast? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh god. You yeah. lie on the floor and you just and you go. It's it's useful, you know, if I've ever got any like tension in my back mm. or I'm feeling tired, I just have a little five minutes on the floor <laughs> Alexander technique. I think ma- mainly you just lie in semi supine position. Yeah. That's what they call in actually no. We did I'm do not a bit gonna... of downward dog and stuff like that. Oh but... you did yoga. You did a yeah. yoga degree. Look, we didn't just do that. <laughs> there was a lot of acting as well. That that was one small part. Okay. Like I say, one one, maybe two hours a week on Alexander. Wow. Shall we talk about films? Yeah. Uh, so what, what is this podcast about? Oh, so I've got to do that bit as well, have well, I? You, you're going to have to carry me this week. Right. I'm carrying Tom. So this podcast is about one given actor at, at a time, like I said, where we watch their entire filmography. Um, season one is all about the man, the myth, Robert Pattinson. The legend. The legend, Robert Pattinson. So, you know, each series will focus on one actor. Next series, who knows who we'll be focusing Could on. Be. Who knows? Don't sing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna absolutely cough my guts. Don't sing again. Yeah, well, for the I shall sing. I shall sing again. I don't know if I'll leave that cough in, but you know, leave the cough in. You vampire. <laughs> oh, we're past the vampires. We're we're, we're past that. We are. So it's, yeah, it's dead and um, done. Just a quick catch up. Um, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, we've covered all of Robert Pattinson's films so far, from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire to Twilight to his random ass Viking film, Sword of Xanten. Xanten. A lot of rubbish as well that I'm not even going to talk about. Um, Some surprisingly good films as well. But today we're here to talk about, I don't know what order they came out in, if I'm honest. Like, I tried my best. I can tell you. I can tell you if you want. Because it makes a poem, remember? Take the... Oh yeah, I read them out in a poetic order. So yeah, beautiful poem, go. Oh God, I've forgotten what the first one is. Oh, The Summer House, Remember Me, Water for Elephants, Bella Bella Me. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's the order that they came out in. Yeah, I did not watch them in that order. I don't know about you. No, I didn't watch them in that order either. So I watched them. I watched Remember Me first, then Bellamy, then Water for Elephants, then Summer House. Okay. So bit of, yeah, bit so, of a random order. Shall we start with The Summer House? Yeah. Because so, it's very short. So yeah, The Summer House is a short film, which is part of a series of short films called Love and Distrust that came well, out. I, I don't think it was originally. I think they like compiled the short films oh, afterwards to make that film, yeah. Oh, well, you can't get it. They're all about certain, like, they're all on a, a similar yeah. theme. Aren't they? So you, you know, I'll be honest, it was garbage. <laughs> so <laughs> but we've, we've not watched all of the short films we were going to. I watched but then... another one of them because I paid oh. £2.50 for this shit so, on YouTube. So I which oh my god! Which one did you watch? I watched the one with Sam Worthington in it. Did you? Oh, yeah. Interesting. I chose the one with Robert Downey Jr. Oh, you skipped and ahead. And you know what? It was actually really funny, really good. Oh, really? It had James Cameron in it as well. Oh. And Octavia Spencer, oh, a little nice. cameo there. Was that, from the sounds of your voice, it was a lot better than the one that Rob was in. Oh my god! Yeah, I watched the one with Rob first, and I was so underwhelmed. And then I was just like, "All right, let's give another one a watch." So straight to Robert Downey Jr. Pretty good. Oh right. Genuinely pretty. Maybe good. I should have watched the rest of them. Yeah, I might actually. Got 48 hours to watch them on my rental, Whoa, so... Well, I, I think I bought it outright, so... I couldn't spare the extra 50p. <laughs> <laughs> so what is, it, what is The Summer House about? <laughs> NASA? <laughs> so it's it's set in 1969 yeah. France, isn't it? It's set in, yeah, 1969 France. The moon landing... Um, is imminent. Is imminent, yeah. And this girl... Tallulah This English girl comes to France for some reason. Robert Pattinson dumps her at a gate... 
And then I think he tries to sexually assault her afterwards. So I've got my notes, rapey Rob. His ra- yeah. <laughs> rapey Rob. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. And obviously I won't spoil any of the other film reviews yet, but there's a lot of sex in all these films. So a lot just, uh, just up front, I did have later on in my notes, I have seen Robert Pattinson have sex. So with, many times. So much yeah. with so many women. <laughs> possibly this may be too much information more women than i've ever slept with i've seen this man have fake sex more times <laughs> than i've had actual sex ladies he is single by the way single and ready to mingle i don't know apparently. if you are ready to no, mingle I don't right think now I am, no no it's probably probably well, have you been making probably a bit notes? of a bio biohazard you've been taking tips then? yeah from rob can i say his moly back he's got a very moly back that's how much I've seen this man have sex. I've noted you the moles on his back. You know where all of his moles are. You can map it out like it's a not, star I don't, chart. I don't, when I'm in future, I'm not going to say, I know this like the back of my hand. I'm going to say, I know this like the back of Rob's back. I know this like the moles on Rob's back. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what, Tom? I didn't even notice that he had a lot of moles. And I, I actually fancy him, so... <laughs> I, I've noticed it since probably about Twilight. <laughs> if I had to measure it in time, it would be yeah. since Twilight. <laughs> time to mole ratio is... Uh, t- <laughs> Time divided by mole equals Rob's back. Um, it's probably about Twilight. So I can't deal with you today. <laughs> I think I think I've just got a little bit loopy, to be honest. So, Someone's yeah. had too much manuka honey. Manuka honey, I, manuka. I, it's, it's lovely. Manuka. <laughs> oh, Honestly, God. recommend it if you if you get ill, just get that manuka honey. Yeah. Down so you. just a little tidbit for the listener. Um, before we recorded this, don't help me like I this. I made Tom a big lem sip with manuka honey in it, and then he grabbed the bottle of honey and just squoze it directly. I squoze it. It. Have a good squoze. I'm using my BA English word card. Oh, yeah, yeah. Squoze yeah. is a word now. I mean, you need to get one of those for your actual, like, I was going to say wallet. Do you have a wallet? I do have a wallet, yeah. Do do women carry wallets? Yeah, I have a wallet. I don't have a purse. No. They're too big. Yeah, they are. I like it to be, to be able to fit in my pocket. I don't take a bag out, so no men make me carry their things. Right. Okay. That was obviously aimed at my boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, he constantly makes you carry things, isn't he? Yeah, so now I just don't take a bag. All oh, right, fair enough. So do you want to know a fun fact about the summer house? Is this going to be about Rob's back moles? No, it's not about Rob's back moles. <laughs> so you mentioned her briefly, the the girl. Oh, are you going to... I know what O'Reilly. you're going to tell me. What are you going to tell me? About her ex-husband. No, I, I was going to tell you about that. Ah. But Emma, it's your favourite time. It's your favourite part of this Robert Pattinson podcast that we're doing. It's time for Tom's Doctor Who reference. Oh. <gasps> Was she in the library one? Yeah, she, she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. that is good. That is good. She's in The Silence of the Library. She was. Um, the first episode that uh, people don't care. I had to. Song was in. I had to look her up because I was like, I feel like she was in Inception, which she was. Yeah. I didn't see that she was in Doctor Who, but you've just reminded me that she was. It's a great episode. Well, I know. She's also in Westworld. Yeah, watch Westworld. I haven't watched Westworld. Oh, I do want she, to, though. Yeah. But yeah, her ex-husband is none other than Elon Musk. Yeah, I couldn't believe Which that. is quite... Actually, I've only just made the connection. It's not actually that interesting a connection, but this film is obviously about the loon... The loon manding. The loon manding. The moon landing. <laughs> and, uh, and Elon Musk has a spaceship. He, he's obviously obsessed with going to space, so... Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, but not a lot happens, really. She... No. She's at a party about the moon landing. Rob comes and meets her and then tries to rape her. Yeah. I'll just put it like that. Yeah. And she realises that she's not in love with him. Yeah, and, and then she looks up at the sky and she's like, isn't it crazy how there's going to be people walking on the moon? And then it just ends. <laughs> I, I read up about it slightly, and apparently it's supposed to be about like dis- new discoveries and all this sort of stuff. That's why it's set at the time of the moon landing mm. and things like that. And also the director said that it was really hard for Robert Pattinson 
to perform the role because he's not like that in real life. Yeah, aw. He's quite a soft, gentle creature, I he's think they said. sweet. Um, well, you should have watched Automotives with Robert Downey Jr., the other short film, because it was like about all these different characters and each thing they were involved in was set like in or around an automobile like a car oh right that's quite cool it was actually really good yeah if you're into films and stuff films and which steel. hopefully if you're listening to this you are you might be it might just be into Robert Pattinson yeah you don't know. or you might just be into two hilarious gorgeous people yeah yeah we are those yeah that's um, especially you with your toilet paper nose oh dear that was supposed to be secret people weren't <laughs> gonna know they can't see me <laughs> yeah so we generally rate these films on a Robert Pattinson scale of a pat on the back or a shot on the back. Yeah, shot on the it's back. It's a shot. It's yeah, just, nothing I mean, happens. It, nothing happens. It's only 13 minutes long. I mean, obviously, it's a short film and it is very short. Yeah. But I was genuinely shocked that it was over. I thought there would be more yeah. of a conclusion. Yeah. I was like, oh, Especially oh, is that because it? because you told me that it was 15 minutes. So when it ended at 13, I mean, I know you were only guesstimating that it was 15 minutes. No, I minutes, thought it was 15 but minutes. I genuinely was like, oh, there's two minutes left. Something else will happen. And then it just moved on to the next film. And I was like, oh. Yeah, no, no. no. Okay. No, it just moves on to the next one. So yeah, don't recommend. So uh, I think that's over and done with because not a lot, like we say, not a lot really happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what was next? Remember me? Yeah. Okay. So, right. 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 Are we going to get into this? Because Tom is convinced that I went to see this film with him in the It's cinema. called Remember Me, but clearly Emma doesn't. <laughs> right? We we went... There was three of us went to see it. I don't believe you. <laughs> Emma, you were there. <laughs> I hate to play this card, but this week uh, we've been watching separately The Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix, right? You are really going to out me. All right. Is you've this out, what this you, is going to be? You've outed okay. me about the toilet paper up my nose. I'm going to out you about Haunting of Bly Manor. About my... Poor short-term memory issues. So we had a conversation. We've been, like, messaging each other our predictions for, like, oh, hit this, this twist's going to happen, this twist's going to happen. And one of Emma's predictions was confirmed. We had a conversation about it. I was like, oh, my God, you were right. Yeah, <laughs> fair play, blah, 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 blah. Yesterday, she texts me, because I've now finished the series uh, and Emma's trying to catch up. She was like, oh, my God, I was right. This thing happened. Because I don't, don't want to spoil it for people. And I was like, that, that was, what episode are you on? That was... <laughs> That was literally revealed two episodes ago, and we also had a conversation about it. And you were like, "Oh, oh, did we? I, I don't remember." Because you, you, it was about a character whether they were dead or alive, and you, you, you thought another character had killed them. Yeah. And you were almost at the end of the series, and I was like, "Yeah." But you know that he's dead, and you know that that person didn't Tom, kill him. All right. Sometimes I just feel like I'm short circuiting, and I can't explain it. If there's any doctors listening. <laughs> You want to let me know what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? I can't oh, remember. I can't remember anything. Yeah, I don't so, know. On that basis alone, I'm willing to say that you were there. Okay, well, I just want you to know that I don't remember. And being you don't there. also don't remember the twist. No, I remember. Uh, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll get, get to, we'll into get it. To the, we'll, we'll get, get into the twist. It. So remember me? Yeah, I I made notes again. You'll be proud. Oh. Tom, look at look at the size of this notes file. Oh my god, is, uh, there's a table and yeah, everything. Yeah, I made a table of likes, dislikes, and general notes. Um, I did Christ. give up towards the end, but I yeah, did it for yeah, two yeah. films. So, um, what's the story? So, the story is, it's a romantic drama um, about Robert Pattinson, whose name, I've completely forgotten, shocker. Uh, Tyler Hawkins. Ty- 
You just live to make me look <laughs> bad, don't you? <laughs> it's Tyler Hawkins. Uh, come on, Emma. Um, yeah, so he... I don't know why I know that, by the way. That's just he's something He's like in a... He's from a rich family, but he's one of them like, oh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go at it on my own, Dad. I don't need your money kind of guys. His um, dad played by Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, which I loved, by the oh, way. Yeah, I've got... Pierce Brosnan's in this. I don't remember this. That's what I put. Look. My note says, Piers Brosnan, cool. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I love him. But he plays the dickhead dad. Yeah, and he, they get into some trouble with the police, him and his friend, and then they try and date the policeman's daughter. I'm not explaining well, they, this very well. So they, they try and break up a fight in the street, don't they? Yeah. And they're going to let them go, but it was one of the guys in the bar fight was, was the dickhead, but they're going to arrest both of them. So Robert Pattinson tries to intervene and the policeman... Batters him. Batters him, yeah. Yeah. Smashes his face Um, in. So they decide that they're going to get revenge on the policeman because he's got a daughter who also goes to their uni. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of like a Taming of the Shrew, 10 Things I Hate About You scenario. It is, yeah. He's like, oh, for a bet, I'm going to try and seduce you. And then he obviously turns out that he has feelings for her. Yeah, he falls in love with her. It's very cute. And... Yeah, they go through all this story together and they fall in love, blah, 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 blah. And he has the most adorable little sister in the world. Oh, she's so cute. Don't She's even. lovely. And I love all the scenes between her and Robert Pattinson as well. Yeah, he's so, so sweet. When we went to see this film, because we went to see it... Um, I don't believe you. <laughs> I think it was the first time that I'd seen Robert Pattinson in anything after Goblet of Fire. I don't think I'd watched Twilight at that yeah. point. And I remember really enjoying it mm. and thinking that it was really good. And that, I think that again this time. I really okay, and enjoyed he, it, he's, yeah. um, Again, again, great. proving to me that he can really can act. Yeah, he's, he's re- like really, really likable in it. The, the chemistry great. with with the sister is like amazing. Like they're so cute on screen together. Yeah, oh, really it's, cute. It's really good. and and with the girlfriend, the girl. Yeah, um, I also read that apparently they cast him in this before he was in Twilight. You stole my fact Did from I steal me. Your yeah, fact? yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Because oh, no. it's made by the same company. Yeah, Summit. Summit. Um, so I assumed that it was like, oh, we've got Robert Pattinson in Twilight. Let's did you prefer it when I didn't bother researching anything? I did, yeah, because I could <laughs> surprise you with things. Um, yeah, they said that they didn't know that yeah. the film was going to have this big this big impact. Okay, so they go through this love story. She then obviously finds out that he was only using her to get her dad. Yeah. But then they reconcile. Yeah. Right, and there's, there's sort of a... He's quite deep, isn't he? Yeah, he is deep. He's very like I got. Art I said, um, oh, all right, Jughead. <laughs> all right, Jughead Jones. Because uh, I don't know if anyone's watched Riverdale. Yeah, Emma. Emma's quite a big fan. I watched the first series. I'm of a it. big fan, but I admit that it's not good anymore. But there's a character on that called Jughead, played by which Sprouse is Cole it? Sprouse. Cole Sprouse. And he's very like uh, deep poetry. I'm so deep, man. Yeah. And he sits and narrates in his head, which yeah. Robert Pattinson's character does because his, his brother died, committed suicide yeah. at 21, and Robert Pattinson's character is now 21. And he writes his journal to him, doesn't he? Yeah, it's so very sweet. So there's a lot sweet. of about it. But there's a, there's a Gandhi quote, isn't there? Mm. That um, everything you do in life is pointless, mm. but you have to do it. I do like how, I feel like the film is quite self-aware with how like twatty he is though, because like, yeah. his middle name is Keats and the girl like, winds him up about it and she's like, oh, your parents are such dickheads because they called you Keats, basically. Um, so it, it's sort of about the impact you have on everyone's life, isn't yeah. it? And how... You, you, you change people and everything you do does actually have a purpose. Yeah. Because he like, he ter- he brings his dad around, doesn't he? Because yeah. his dad doesn't, doesn't really seem to give a shit about the little sister. Yeah. But in the end, he's make he's like, oh no, I'll make an effort. Oh, we didn't her. even mention how the film opens with the girl, the love interest's mom getting shot on, the, oh, yeah, on yeah. the tube or the subway. And then she won't get public transport because she's like really traumatized by it. But then by the end of the film, he's like, she gets yeah, the yeah. subway because she's like overcome her fear. It's very good. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. So what happens is there is a twist. 
Yeah, a huge twist. I mean, if this film sounds like it's a bit of you, I'd recommend going and watching it before we spoil it. Yeah. Because genuinely, I did quite enjoy it. It's yeah, quite a good film. Yeah, if it film. sounds like a bit of you, skip it's... forward to the next timestamp that we put on Spotify or whatever you're listening in, in, on. Yeah, in the show notes. And then come back and listen to what we think of it. But, so, it's quite a big twist. <laughs> a quite strange one. I don't know how you feel about what the twist actually is. But basically, Robert Pattinson's character dies, which you knew going into this, but yeah. you didn't know how he died. Yeah. So, throughout the film, it came out in, what, 2011? Mm-hmm. Is that when it came out? Uh, Yeah. It was either 2011 or 2010. Yeah, yeah. So, I remember when we watched it the first time, you, you just sort of assume, as with most films that you go and watch, that they're set in the present day that you were in. Mm-hmm. So, the, twi- the twist in this film is that it's not. It's not set in 2010 or whenever it came out. It's set in 2001. Yeah. And the climax of the film is September 11th. 2001 yeah the film is set in new york city we should say that yeah and robert pattinson's father big businessman his office is in one of the twin towers yeah Uh, robert pattinson is goes to visit his father they sort of reconciled with at this point so this is the very end of the film the family's back together this he's got back together with the girlfriend yeah the girlfriend's happy the friend's happy and he's like dad i'll meet you in your office we can go for lunch goes up in the lift he's like on one of the top floors of the world trade center he's having a buzzing but you don't know he's in the world trade center you have no idea it's never been mentioned there's, there's, no. so what's quite clever is they slowly start to seed it towards the end of the film like yeah. he goes in every time he's been to the office before he's just arrived at the office but in this one you see him getting an elevator and he's going to the 88th floor it feels very like well, what is happening yeah yeah and then yeah you can f- you could sort of feel something's about to happen and yeah he's in the world trade center when it is hit yeah you don't actually see which is quite good you don't actually see any yeah of it's that. just it's like a really beautiful close-up shot of rob and then it just pans it out cuts, cuts to black and it? oh no no it just pans out like... and you just hit all the people of new york city yeah and you're like oh because at that, at that point it's been revealed like the daughter goes to school and the teacher writes the date on the board yeah and you're like oh shit I was literally like, I can't fucking believe they've just done that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. So that's what I was going to get to. How do you feel about the fact that they use? Because it hadn't even been ten years when this film came out. I do you know what? It's I don't know. <laughs> this is a bit of a touchy subject to talk about, but I actually quite appreciate that event being used in a film in a way that it's seen. Yes, we know that it's bad and that was a terrible, terrible thing, but it's just seen as like something that impacts normal people's lives, whereas like. You would think that a 9-11 film, it would be like fucking Mark Wahlberg exploding buildings, like drama, yeah, like yeah, high yeah. chaos. Whereas that was just like a beautiful film about real people, real relationships. And then and that much happened. It, how much and, it fucked everything. And I think that yeah. just shows like it was, it happened to like just and normal it's comple- people. And it's completely unexpected. Is yeah, that I right? think that was the power of it. Like you didn't think this is going to be a 9-11 film. Like I know I sound like a bit of a wanker right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. No, 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 no. I get what you mean. This film is so powerful. But <laughs> what, what comes before it is quite good and quite quite nice yeah and then yeah it comes out of absolutely nowhere i think nowhere. that is the point isn't it's it? quite it's quite clever though because it does it does see throughout the film that it's set in 2001 it does like yeah. all, all the phones they use are like the old flippy phones i mean the opening things. sequence is robert pattinson in a sociology class talking about terrorism so i i've got yeah in my notes like oh they're really seeing this really soon but yeah what's quite clever is the opening scene that you see where she's on the tube and her mum gets killed it says uh new york city 1991 and then, like, at the opening. And, and then, then it, and it, and it just later. says 10 years yeah. later, so you don't know that it's 2001. But throughout the film, there's just little nods towards it. Like, he, he goes to the cinema, yeah. and he watches American Pie, mm-hmm. which I think came out in 2000. So it's like, yeah. this is what when this film there's, was set. There's um, George uh, Bush on the radio as well, yeah, in yeah, the dad's yeah. house, talking. So it's it's, it's really good. It's I really quite like cleverly it. seeded. And then, I got yeah, goosebumps. The, the, the final reveal of it is, is like... 
oh shit well obviously yeah. this time i knew that it was coming so i was looking out for those things but can i just um can i tell you my two favorite things about this film other than the fact that it's brilliant all round? yeah so the first one the made-up word assaholic love that assahol oh because yeah she says assaholic yeah, yeah. um two mega markle is a barmaid oh i was gonna tell you that as well what the fuck i noticed it i didn't have oh, to I, look didn't, that I didn't even see it as soon as i heard her voice i was thinking that's mega markle and then i rewound it three times and luke's going no it's not no it's not and i paused it and i was going i'm telling you that's mega markle so chuffed to see her honestly so chuffed <laughs> Yeah, no, I didn't even notice it was her. I did. Um, I was very proud of myself when I looked her up. And also the fact she's playing a character called Megan just made me laugh oh, as she? well. Is yeah. She, um, she, um, it's her, like her ex-husband was a producer on yeah. the film or something. Yeah. So yeah, it's just just a great film, isn't it? It's really I, good. It was the, of these four, it was the one that I was I could just watch. Yeah, like, I think. Sometimes it feels a little yeah. bit like I need to watch this film and I've got to make notes about it and analyse it. And, yeah. You know, but this one, I was like, I'm just enjoying this. So good. Also, yeah. I've got in my notes, Robert Pattinson looks better with stubble. Yeah. Bit, little bit of five o'clock shadow. He does look good. He, his, his hair's pretty good in it as well. Yeah. His hair, as these films have gone on, has got better. Yeah. I don't like his hair in in the first couple that we watched, like Bad Mother's Handbook and all those. And the Summer House. I mean, don't even get me started on that. It will be on the cover of this episode, so take a look. It's but, bad. Um, it, yeah, his his hair gets just as these films go on. I think actually gets better and better. Yep. Um, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with his hair. I mean, but, um, I just think how can you not be? Well, there is that, I suppose. It's beautiful. Yeah. I remember reading when I was obsessed with Robert Pattinson as a teenager that he said in some interview that he just doesn't wash his hair for like months at a time to give it like texture. And I remember thinking that's gross, but I still love him. <laughs> I have I have read that before though, actually. That you, yeah, if you don't wash it, you just get like all the natural oils and stuff in it in your hair. It's not but, the life for me. Yeah, I think it just, I it love just a feels good hor- wash. horrible and greasy, doesn't it? If I'm honest, I love a good wash. But maybe you like have to let it get to a point. After a certain point, it becomes good again. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it has to get worse before it gets better. Just like life. Yeah. Bro, wow. that's deep. Wow. 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 Just call me Tyler Keats Hawkins. Wow. Hawkins? Was it Hawkins? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Can't remember what her name is. I remember what his name is. Her name's Ali something. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I last name So, shall we give it a rating? Oh, it's a pat on the back. Is it a remember me or a forget me? Well, <laughs> judging on your experience, it's a forget me. <laughs> you don't even remember going. I don't think I did. <laughs> you did? <laughs> We're going to play this forever. Oh my God. Um, but it's definitely a remember it's me. It's a remember me and it's a pat on the back. I, I didn't remember anything about the film and the fact that he dies in the Twin Towers at the end, but I yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thoroughly recommend. Okay, what was next? Uh, Water for Elephants. Yeah. Right. Oh my god, this film. Let's get into this because <laughs> you te- you text. We don't like to let each other know what we think of film. No, we like to have the big reveal of our opinions live on but the you, podcast. You text me saying "fuck Water for Elephants." That is all. <laughs> and having watched it, I can't see what your big issue is. Are you for real? Do you not know what what my issue with this film? No, is? no. The fucking elephant. What about it? The animal abuse. Right. So I know it's I, not a real elephant, I, Tom, but it's sad. I'm sure that you did use an actual elephant. Surely. You mean they did hit the elephant? No, oh, that was CG. No, I did check that. Um, no animals. No were animals harmed. were harmed. Yeah. But so when you text me that, I just thought it was going to be a really bad film. No. And then I was watching it, and I was like, oh my god, I've got in my notes. They are going to Marley and me it, aren't they? So I thought there was going to be a big climactic scene and the elephant would die, but that never happens. No, I, I understand. I understand the animal abuse in it is horrible, but yeah, the there bit, wasn't the, enough for I think me the to point, be like. The point at which I texted you was when 
Christoph Waltz is like repeatedly attacking this elephant to get it to walk. Right. And it really upset me. You know what I'm like. Yeah, yeah. Love animals, so, I so, do. But, so I was I was preparing after that for like yeah, the elephant to have to be put down or no. Robert, Robert Pattinson to take it out into the woods and go in. Think of the alfalfa George and just shoot it in the back Look of the, the head. Look at the flowers. Yeah, yeah, shoot it in the back of the head or something. But that never happened. Should we explain no, what it's about? No, he just shoots a horse instead. Yeah, should we rewind? Rewind. <laughs> so, what for elephants is just Titanic? <laughs> oh, I got that! <laughs> oh, I seen that! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, uh... I've got my notes. So, this is Titanic yeah. but for the circus. <laughs> yeah. I also yeah. got The Greatest Showman isn't as good without the songs. <laughs> I thought that as soon as he goes to the circus, I was like, ah, ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment you're waiting for. <laughs> Although probably will, I would say this is probably more historically accurate to what actually happened than The Greatest Showman. Yeah. That plays fast and loose with the uh, the history. Yeah. Um, with the factoids. So, yeah, it starts out in the modern day. Yeah. What, what I assume is the modern day. And there's an old man. A cute goes, old man. Goes to the circus and he, he's escaped from a home or something. And then a man starts talking to him from the circus and he reveals that he was part of the circus. Yeah. Now, my issue with this, <laughs> how old is he supposed to be? Yeah, because isn't it like 1931 or something? Yeah, 1931, yeah. right? Oh my God, it, I remember. He says his son, because yes. he's like, oh, my son was supposed to come visit me today, but he forgot. So you're supposed to feel bad for him. He says his son is 70 odd. I thought that. I was like, bro, how old are you? So... And how, I don't know how old Robert Pattinson's supposed to be in the flashbacks. He must have li- meant to be like sixteen for that to be yeah. like accurate. Even then, he looked it's like not, twenty. It's not twenty-five. Even then, it's not great because I, I did work it out. I can't remember, but obviously, even if he was born in nineteen thirty-one, he would have to be like seventy odd by two thousand, so eighty odd by the film. So he's yeah, sixteen or whatever. I mean, if he he's going like, to be, he's going to be yeah. almost a hundred. If the old man was meant to be nearly a hundred, he looked great. But almost is that right? But he didn't look that old at all, did he? No. He looked maybe like 75 70. Yeah, or something, yeah. yeah. Anyway. He starts telling the story about his his life and he was training to be a vet. Okay, yeah. So he's training to be a vet at Cornell University and his parents are Polish immigrants. Yeah, yeah. Um, So he's like, you know, his dad's got himself into loads of debt to send Robert Pattinson to uni. And then halfway through his final exam before he's about to graduate, they come into the exam to tell him that his parents have died in a car crash. You wouldn't do that, would you? You wouldn't come in halfway through an You'd exam. You'd let, let him finish. You'd fucking wait, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, I don't know what the etiquette is here, but come on. Come on, guys. Let him finish his exams, please. Um, so, and then because his dad's got himself in loads of debt, the bank sees the house, so he has yeah. nowhere to live. So he just runs away. Yeah, so he doesn't go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to go back and finish my exam and qualify. He goes, I'm going to run away and just jump on the first train I find. Because that makes sense. Uh, the first train he finds happens to be the circus. Yeah. Uh, so he joins the circus, and then obviously... Suddenly it's Snowpiercer. <laughs> and there's <laughs> all, these tra- all these people living on the train. train. Yeah. And he joins the circus, and then he obviously becomes very useful to them because he's a vet. Yeah. Um, and he needs to look after all their abused animals. Yeah, and so he... Christoph Waltz is the, like, circus... The ringmaster. I love Christoph Waltz, can I just say? Yeah, I couldn't believe that he was in this as well, I though, love him. Because I, I always... He, well, he is sort of a bad guy, isn't he? Isn't yeah. He, but he always plays the bad guy. Yeah, he's an ass. Um, the only thing I don't haven't liked Christoph Waltz in was um, our favourite film, Downsizing. Don't talk to me about that film. So just for anyone, anyone <laughs> listening, we went to see Downsizing, and it was such, such a disappointment. I've never felt so much like I've literally wasted so much of my life i don't even have the words you see i'm like looking for the words to describe that film to describe my anyone, hatred anyone who's not seen downsizing it looks like it's going to be a fun film where matt damon gets shrunk down and lives in a city of small people and then it just turns into save the earth 
climate change. It turned into we live in a society real quick. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I thought it'd be good because Matt Damon's in it anyway, but... You don't like Matt Damon, do you? No. Um, <laughs> why <laughs> this, do you hate these actors? This podcast is just, who does Emma irrationally hate and and why? Well, it's irrational, so there's no reason. Yeah, there's no reason. Just his face. So we didn't enjoy that film and he is in that film. Mm-hmm. Not playing a bad guy, I don't think, so... No, but yeah. What, does, what, does, that, what does that say about him? <laughs> he cursed the film by playing a good guy. Yeah, must be. But yeah, no, I liked him in it, even though he was a dick, but like I liked him as an actor in it. Yeah, yeah. And he's married to Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Um, second appearance in a Robert Pattinson film. Yeah. And she's like the star attraction. Mm-hmm. And obviously Robert Pattinson falls madly in love with her at first sight. For what reason, I don't know. Like, she's cute, but she's, she just seems like a bit of a dick. The Like, the the girl. Like, oh, right, before okay. he gets to know her, like, yeah, yeah. I don't think she's very nice to him. No, but then she, she does get nicer to she him. She does, yeah. But she does lead him on a little bit. She does, yeah. Like, with all the dancing. Because they go to a party in, like, her and Christoph Waltz's cabin on the train. Mm-hmm. And Christoph Waltz gets really drunk and passes out. And she, like, starts dancing with him. Um, and is like clearly about to kiss him and then yeah. she's like I think you better leave like it's his fault yeah. I was like come on also this film that's some Bella Swan behaviour right there it really is this film is the best Robert Pattinson here yeah this is the best Robert Pattinson ever. like everything about it is the best him <laughs> this is my note in the like column Rob looks so good he, he really does he's, he looks yeah. tanned hairs on fleek the he's, a, li- he's a little bit dirty you know <laughs> do you like that yeah bit of rough you know what I'm saying <laughs> I like Rob when he's a little bit You know, he's, he's, he's got, he looks a bit like a roused about. Bit rough and ready. Yeah, a bit rough and ready, but bit he's a nice guy. He's got a heart of gold. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's a vet. He loves animals. So he stands, so he stands up to Christoph Waltz a bit. Also, his character's name is Jacob, which is quite funny. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. Did you not? No, no, no. I was like, oh, Tom's going to be Team Jacob oh. again. <laughs> Here we fucking go. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't even pick up on that. He like stands up to Christoph Waltz a bit because there's a horse that's really ill that's like the star attraction and he's like you need to put it down and Christoph Waltz is like no we'll get a couple more shows out of it mm-hmm. before we do that and Robert Pattinson's like no I'm gonna shoot him and put him down really merc- mercifully mercifully yeah. that's yeah. the word and then so then they need a new star attraction and they get an elephant yeah Rosie Rosie the elephant bless her and Christoph Waltz wants him to like abuse the elephant to get it to do what he wants yeah but Rob's like no I'm not gonna do that yeah cause he's a good boy <laughs> I'm a good boy. My uh, my first note in my dislike column for the notes on this film is just animal cruelty, sad face. Sad face, sad face, sad face. Yeah, with four brackets. Um, <laughs> but he like befriends the elephant and gets it to do what he wants. It is cute. And then this is quite towards the end of the film, isn't it? Like it just sort of meanders for a bit. It's just and a then it romance. Picks up pace. Like, yeah. I like romantic films that are like remember me. But yeah, this yeah. just felt like it was just Titanic, wasn't it? It reminded me quite a lot of um But Titanic is amazing. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me a lot of uh like Red Dead Redemption. Because <laughs> it's sort of that it, I think it's a bit after that era, isn't it? But yeah. Like a lot of the Railway I was, train. I was just like, Oh, I just want to play Red Dead Redemption. It reminded me when Christoph Waltz takes Rob on top of the train, I was like, Oh, this is just Polar Express now then. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. They all go to another party. Mm-hmm. It's obviously the prohibition as well. So yeah. party gets raided. And just before that, Rob and Reese have been dancing, having a bit of a flirt. Yeah, a bit of a tricky um, dance. And then they run off together away from the police and they get down a, a rainy alley. And it's like, oh, it's a bit secret. A bit, <laughs> ooh. Ooh. <laughs> naughty. Oh, naughty. <laughs> Let's do some naughty, naughty. <laughs> so, yeah, they get in this alley. They have they, a little they, small they just have a little. They have a little intense look at each other. Yeah. And then they just... Fucking go for it. Uh, <laughs> crack on, lad. Crack on, boys. Uh, <laughs> um, and then she's like, we can never talk of this again. 
Yeah, and then she just absolutely ices him out. Yeah, fucking bitch. <laughs> um, and then what's the inciting incident for them to like run away? Oh, so she she doesn't tell Christoph Waltz, but then Christoph Waltz, using his sixth sense anyway, like works out that there's something going on between yeah. them. So he like he gets his bodyguards to try and throw him off the train. Did we mention at any point that Christoph Waltz is married to Reese Witherspoon's yeah, character? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, this seems really random uh, if we didn't mention that. And then she. He's like gonna have to jump off the train because otherwise the bodyguards are gonna throw him off, mm-hmm. which sounds nonsensical. But it's because the train's going a bit slower when he jumps yeah. off. Yeah, <laughs> when they throw him off. Yeah, uh, and he's like, "Reese, Reese, come with me. Like we can have a better life together. You deserve better than this bastard." Because he like beats her and shit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, come with me now. So they both jump off the train, have a night of steamy passion. They do. Yeah, that was probably the least offensive Rob sex scene I've seen so far. I said that's sort of what the Twilight one should have been. Right. I know exactly what you're about to say. So, yeah, it's the most inoffensive sex scene to watch. Yeah. But when you learn about the backstory When you learn what Reese had to go through. (laughs) She stated in interviews that um, Robert Pattinson wasn't... The sex with Robert Pattinson wasn't pleasant at all. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think it's his technique, um, but it was... (laughs) He had a bad cold the day of filming. Does that remind you of anyone? I can sympathise with him. He even sneezed at one point. She said he was literally snorting and snotting through every second of it, and it was not appealing. I'm talking green, infectious, disgusting. Uh. And then he said that, listen, I had a cold and I kept apologising to Reese, who has since revealed to the press that I had the worst sinus infection when I was kissing her. <laughs> she has said he was just sniffing all the way through. I guess that's her response to, Reese. you're the envy of so many girls. Yeah, it's probably her way of being like, no, Look, like, it's not, it was actually it's, it's really not, grim. It's not all that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't enjoy it at all. I bet she did. We know what you thought, Reese. We, <laughs> we know. know you loved it and all his back moles. <laughs> he has a moley back. <laughs> I won't take it back. Won't take it back. <laughs> yeah, I won't. I shan't. I shan't. You can't make me. <laughs> um, also, just another fact about the film, Scarlett Johansson turned down the role of Marlena, which is Reese Witherspoon's character, yeah. would have also enjoyed her in the role. Yeah, I think I would have enjoyed her more. Oh, why, that... why is that? Do you not like Reese Witherspoon? I, I don't dislike her, no. I love Legally Blonde. It's one of the best films ever. Um, She's a really nice lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I've never met her. But I just, I think it's she's just so small. <laughs> she's a small bean. She's really See, small. I mean, I think this is like a childhood crush thing, but I've got, oh, a, so- really? I've got a soft spot for Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, I really like the I mean, girl. I, you know, I also but like I Scarlett Johansson. But... Maybe my crush on Scarlett Johansson makes me prefer her more. Right, okay. Yeah, who knows? Do you want, do you want this other little tidbit Go about on. Reese Witherspoon? This Go is more on. of a Reese Witherspoon fact. Mm. Reese Witherspoon and Robert Pattinson have both appeared in different movies titled Twilight. Wow. The Twilight that Reese Witherspoon is in is from 1998. And this is the little, like, tagline of the film. A retired detective accepts a simple task, unaware that it will tear open old, forgotten, but deadly wounds. That was, sounds pretty I sort of good. want to watch it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's got a fairly good cast as well. I can't remember for the life of me who is in it now. Maybe we should do Reese Witherspoon for one of our series. <laughs> Just so we can watch Twilight. Yeah. And we'll have two Gotta Twilight watch Water of Relevance again. Oh, fuck it up. I can't watch it again. It was an all right film, but... Yeah, it's um, not So they run away. They have a night of passion. And Christoph Waltz's goons find them anyway. Goons. Drag her back, beat him up a bit. He sneaks back onto the train. Uh, and all his mates have been killed. Yeah. That he made friends with in the circus. Sad. So he's like, fuck this noise. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to... He goes to kill Christoph Waltz, but then he can't because he's a nice boy. Too he, nice. And then he says to Reese, run away with me when the show starts tomorrow. Like, you're not on till act two. So he won't notice that you're gone until act two. And also some of his other mates that haven't been killed. They're like, we're going to do something to fuck up the show anyway. Rob's like, yeah, I'm happy. I'm going to run away with Reese. And then the thing that they were going to do 
was they release all the big cats yeah. into the circus arena. Seems like a fucking terrible idea. Yeah, so loads of people get mauled, and then he has a punch-up with Christoph Waltz, mm-hmm. and Christoph Waltz like batters him and nearly knocks him out. And then he goes to kill Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. But then the elephant... Rosie, come through. Comes through with this the stake that like keeps her in the ground. Yeah. Um, and she... she pulls it out with her yeah. trunk and then just fuck caves his head in with yeah. this she stake. Yeah, she just absolutely twats him with this thing and he dies. And, and then I was like, oh no, Rosie's going to get put down because like, she's, she's an out of control animal, but mm-hmm. they've managed to gloss over it. It's fine. Yeah. And then it cuts back to the present day and he's like, yeah, and then we lived happily ever after. We had yeah, three kids. We had loads of kids. We set up our own like animal friendly show thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and then the guy hires him to work at the, the circus. My main, okay, not my main issue, but one of my issues with this film is this old dude, Jacob, comes to the circus to tell this horrific story about all the trauma he suffered at the circus, but then for some reason wants a job there again. Yeah. He's <laughs> Why like, would you want another and then he's job like, there? I'm not running away to join the circus. I'm coming home. It's like, you had a shit time Yeah, at you the had circus. such a shit time. Like, yeah, you got a nice like, wife Like, why'd you have it, to but... go get another job? Like, go co-op. I'm sure they're hiring. <laughs> <laughs> co-op in America. <laughs> there might be. I don't know. There might, there might be, Seven Eleven. Go Seven Eleven. Get a job. Yeah, sure. Do that. Quickie Mart. Do that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what shops they have in America. Um, but yeah. So what rating would you give this? Are we thinking of, like, a Water for Elephants-based rating? Or, like, just pat on the back, shout on the back? Uh, I feel like we can do better. Than pat on the back, shout on the back. There's a lot of words to play with here. There's three words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a whole three? A whole three? I can't... I, I might have bit off more I can chew yeah, here. Look, my my brain isn't at its best today. Okay. Water for elephants or water for elephucking terrible? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> I'd say it's elephucking terrible. <laughs> And Would you? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was I, all right. I couldn't watch no, it again. No, I think that's. I think that's unfair. I think our system is a little bit flawed in the fact that it's very binary. Yeah. Because um, it's not a. Fe- it's not terrible, but it's, no. I won't watch it again. No. If you fancy Robert Pattinson, watch it because he looks. If you great. fancy Reese Witherspoon, watch it. Yeah. She's fairly attractive in it. But for the plot, no. I'd say go watch. Titanic. I'd say that Reese has a dessert spoon. It's only a small spoon. Is dessert spoon a small spoon? I thought that was a big one. She's got a teaspoon. Oh, she's got a teaspoon then. A dessert spoon's a big one. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I always think of a dessert spoon as like a... I'm going to out myself here. I eat dessert with a teaspoon. Like ice cream and stuff? Yeah. Cheesecake? Yeah. I would, I would eat cheesecake with a fork. But you would eat ice cream with a teaspoon. Yeah. You know the clue is in the name. Tea. I eat, you eat your tea with I a eat, teaspoon. I also eat cereal with a teaspoon. How do you get enough in your mouth? Do you just eat like one Cheerio at a time? No, you can get a good... I don't eat Cheerios. <laughs> do you know what a teaspoon is? They're the small ones that you do your cup of tea yeah, with. You yeah. eat your cereal with yeah. that. Tom, yeah. what the actual fuck? A tablespoon's too big. You know you think you know someone, Look, and then they say shit like, I, don't think that's controversial. I eat my cereal with a teaspoon. Look, answers on a postcard, listeners. How do you eat your cereal? How do you like your eggs in the morning? I like mine with a kiss. <laughs> I was, I was going to be like, stop talking, please, God. <laughs> so do you eat eggs with a teaspoon? I don't eat eggs. Oh, good. I don't like eggs. Eggs are gross. I mean, I'm talking to the wrong person here, because you you're vegan. You're talking to a vegan. Yeah, which is why I think you were so disgusted by the honey, because yeah. you don't like bee vomit. <laughs> As you corrected me when I called it Beacom. <laughs> they don't fucking jizz it. <laughs> I don't know, I've never watched. They sick it up, I think. And you just squoze also, that into your mouth. I squoze it all, all up in there. All right, should we move on? Yeah, Bellamy. Bellamy. Do you know what, Dom? I'm just going to say it. I quite enjoyed it. Really? Yeah, for a period film, which I so, don't usually so enjoy. what I've got in my notes is Bellamy 
is Vanity Fair, but with the Robert that we deserve. Yeah, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. All right, so, so my overarching note about Bellamy is that it's a raucous sex fest. He has sex with so many people in it. So many people. It's just sex, sex, it's, sex, sex, it's, sex. Look, this is a brief. This is a brief summary of it. Robert Pattinson has no money, and he sleeps his way to the top. Yeah, and he has very little repercussions. I feel. Yeah, he's just an absolute knobhead. He just uses rich women to get ahead. He's not really nice to anyone. He's such a dick. He's a prick. Yeah, um, and he has loads of sex. So sleeps with Christina Ricci. Uh, and the return of Holiday Granger. Holiday Granger. He's the final one that he uses and abuses. Yeah, but um, yeah, they reunited. I so, put um, so in my is, notes. This is a return. Two returns yeah. in one episode of people that he's previously worked with. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, this leads me on to my note that I put in the um in the Bellamy section. Return of Holiday Granger. Is this a Robert Pattinson cinematic universe? Are they all set in the same universe? Is that what it you're feels asking? like they might. Is he be. just an ageless? Yeah. He's, he's just a vampire. He's like Dorian Gray. Oh my god. We've just cracked it. Holy cinematic shit. universe. And you can't really disprove that. Until no, he ages in real life, everything has to be set in the same. I'm going to make a promise now on the podcast. I am going to map this out and I'm going to post how, it. How, it's going to be like the Pixar theory. Yeah, exactly. Where all the all the Pixar films are in the same universe. Yeah, but it's going to be the Robert Pattinson cinematic universe. Wow! You heard it here, guys. If I haven't done this in the next week, you've, send got, you've, for got, me. you've got some work to do. I have, yeah. Um, <laughs> also in this film is Philip Glenister. Do you know who that is? Uh, no. He's the one that's... Oh, he sleeps with Uma Thurman as well. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Uma Thurman. Oh, awesome. Yeah. She's great. Uh, looking looking great. And Colin Meany um, from Star Trek. Oh, so not him, but the, the other, other guy. The other guy. He's Philip Lannister. Oh, okay. Yeah. They have both played the role of Gene Hunt in Life on Mars, the US version and the UK version, respectively. That is an interesting fact. Now, Very I'll, cool. I'm going to go into my BBC knowledge here, but Life here on Mars. Go. Have you watched Life on Mars? I have watched Life on Mars. It's really So you should know who Philip Glenister is. I don't know. He's Gene in it. He's like one of the main guys in yeah, it. Yeah, I know who he is. I just didn't know his name. But I re- highly recommend Life on Mars and Ashes to Ashes, the sequel series with Keely Hawes in it. Lara Croft. Yeah. Yeah, baby. But uh, <laughs> for anyone who's not watched it, it's uh, like a TV cop show, but with the twist that um, a modern day police detective gets put in... Well, I won't spoil it, actually, but something happens to them and they wake up in 1970s in Life on Mars and the 1980s in Ashes to Ashes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've got this, but I just like anything with a time travel twist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but it's really good. And I think they're bringing it back, apparently. It's also... Um, yeah. No, it is good. I feel like I need to watch it again. Yeah. It's a, we had an English teacher who used to bang on yeah, about Ashes to yeah, Ashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say she that. She used to derail our English lessons to... Um, but you loved it. To come up with our... Th- <sighs> I liked Ashes to Ashes, not as much as I like Life on Mars, but you should have bang on about it so much. Um, anyway, Bellamy. Um, What's it like to know someone that just bangs on about the same shows all the time? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you, Emma. Uh, um, might, yeah, might be the same as having a friend who bangs on about the same actor all the time. Right, okay. I see how it's going to This is it. We're, is it. we're five weeks in or however long it's been. and <laughs> I'm sitting in the same room with <laughs> the same guy. Talking about fucking Robert Pattinson. Look, I'm not saying that watching so many Robert Pattinson films is, what's, is what has caused me to become ill. But I'm saying I was perfectly healthy before we started this endeavour. Well, do you know what's interesting? I got my hair done yesterday and my hairdresser told me I looked like I'd lost weight. And she was like, what are you doing? And I was thinking, all I've done in, since I last saw you is watch a load of Robert Pattinson films. So if you're looking to shed some pounds, maybe just watch loads of Robert <laughs> just Pattinson films. Just watch all the Robert Pattinson films. I think the sharp jawline might be like, psychologically rubbing off on me <laughs> wow that works right yeah sure sure also tonks from harry potter what yeah the there's fuck? just so many such a good cast 
I was going to say that he's worked with her before, but she's not actually in any of the films that he's no, in. No, but this does feed into the cinematic universe Yeah, it does, theory. it does. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, there's not really anything else that you can really say about Bellamy, is there? I didn't really enjoy it, I have to say. I did enjoy it, but I think that was just because of, like, all the sex. <laughs> you just got to see Robert naked yeah, a lot. Um, he has, like... It has to be said, there is a lot in this But film. interestingly, so as I was watching this, I did my likes and dislikes in a list, as I do. And in my likes, I've got, Robert is very naughty. This is a raucous sex fest. But then later on in my dislikes, I've got more sex. Seriously, this is very aggressive. He has a lot. And women just seem to fall at his feet. Yeah. Um, also, I put that he disrespects sex workers, which isn't okay. He's mean about Tonks when she comes over to him and tries to talk to him. And he's like, who are you to talk to me? Just because she's um, yeah. a sex worker, which is not okay. He seemed perfectly fine with it when he slept with her. He's just a nasty man. Yeah, I, di- I didn't like him very much in this film. No, he was a brick. Oh, so, also, there's a sex scene with Uma Thurman, and he... Oh, oh, <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. He... You've, just, you've just brought back absolutely horrible, vivid memories. Yeah, so I can't remember what leads up to this. I don't know if you can, but Rob does not look like he wants this to happen. Put it that way. He, he She hops on there. The, the entire time, he's like lusting after Uma Thurman, isn't yeah. he? And he finally gets to marry her. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I want to have sex with you. But she's having an affair with someone else, or mm-hmm. it's sort of insinuated that she is. Yeah. And that person's coming round. So he's like, can we have sex? And she's like, oh, okay. So she, she just like speeds things up and just like hops straight on him. I and... honestly, Tom, I'm not joking. At one point, I was like, she's going to rip his foreskin off. It was horrible. Because <laughs> she is just like... she. She's riding away. He's just and like, ah! He, he's got, like, four chins, because his, <laughs> his collar is, like, up round his face, and he's like, oh, 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 stop! Slow down, Irma! Stop! <laughs> oh, it's horrible. I was just like, oh, God, yeah. But yeah, I got in my bad. notes. One, he's obsessed with sex. I just put, that sex scene, slow down, Irma. And I got more traumatic sex. <laughs> and then at one point, he's, um, he's sleeping with, like, three different women, like, one after the other, and I just yeah. got, Jesus Christ. Christ, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> You've got some stamina. And he's so mean. Like, there's these, this girl saying, like, she's in love with him and she's crying. And he just goes, if you're going to cry, you should leave. Oh, fucking He's it. just a fuckboy, isn't he? Oh, I just, yeah, I just didn't enjoy Complete it at all. Boy. I was like, come on, man. Because he didn't get any comeuppance for it. Do you know what? I think I enjoyed it because I was expecting it to be as unenjoyable as Vanity Fair. And it was more enjoyable. And because it was more current, the sort of cinematography was mm. a bit more, like, nice to yeah, look at. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah. It was weird. If you like period dramas and sex, then watch it. Go, you won't be disappointed. Go for it. Yeah, because there's, there's a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. It would be a shat on the back for me, I think. Shat on the back, yeah. Yeah. Shat on the back. Shat on the back. Okay, so that brings us to the official Robert, Robert Pattinson ranking. Yep. So, I don't know if I can do it this week, my uh, announcer voice. I'll, oh, okay. I'll, I'll just do the top five. I mean, I'll try, but I'll yeah, top five. Top five. I don't think I can get... Quite as crisp a presenter voice. Okay, in at number five, we've got Twilight, quickly followed by Breaking Dawn Part (laughs) One. Sliding in at number three, it's Breaking Dawn Part Two. This is a horse race. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And coming up the inside is New Moon, and into first place, it's Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Woo! Okay, so where would we put the Summer House? Um, fucking God knows, somewhere very far down the so bottom. So at, at the bottom, we've got very bottom. We've got Haunted Airman. Yeah, is it better or worse than that? <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> I don't even know. I think it might actually be worse. Okay, so we're putting the Summer House at the very bottom. Yeah, I mean for the, for the length, it's just not it's not doing it for you, is it? You know. <laughs> It's not always about the length, but it's what you do with it, and it doesn't do a lot. 
Um, I have no words for you right, right now. Okay. Um, and so we'll move swiftly on to what was next? Remember Me. Remember Me, yeah. That's got to be up there. That is in the top five for me. Okay. Is it better than Twilight? Yes. Yeah. Is it better than Breaking Dawn Part 1? Yes. Is it better than Breaking Dawn Part 2? Yes. Is it better than New Moon? Well, you know how I feel about New Moon. I, I think it's better than I New Moon. I think it's better than New Moon, yeah. Now, it's been on the top spot since week one. Is it better than Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire? I would like you to answer first. I don't. I don't think it can be. It's, it's a toughie, isn't it? It I, is. But I think they're so different. Yeah. The problem is, what is going to beat Harry Potter? I mean, because we both like Harry Potter. That's the issue. There's a few Robert Pattinson films to come that I think are better than Harry Potter, but okay. I'm not gonna. Well, put Remember Me in number two then. Yeah. We're slowly. Uh... Which would make it sound shit being number two, but we really liked it. We oh, we loved it. <laughs> we, we loved. It. We loved. It. Okay, so that's in at number two. Interesting. Water for Elephants. That can fuck right off, honestly. Okay, better than The Summer House. Yeah. Better than Haunted Airman. Uh-huh. Better than Sword of Xanton. Yes. Better than How to Be. Yes. Better than Vanity Fair. Oh, God, yeah. Better than Little Ashes. <laughs> yeah. Better than Bad Mother's Handbook. Yeah. Yeah. Better than Eclipse. Fuck no. Okay, so it's going in there. Yeah, cool. And, the, uh, these films are going to have to do a lot to start beating Twilight. Like, Remember Me was special. Okay, and then finally, Bellamy. Bellamy is worse than The Bad Mother's Handbook and better than all the other ones. Better than Little Ashes. In my opinion. Don't know what you think. I feel like you ask me and I tell you. Yeah, it's it's we work out a compromise. Yeah. If I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't put it somewhere if I wasn't happy with it. Okay, that's good to know. I would say, I don't know, I think Little Ashes for me is more entertaining. Mm, yeah. I know I want to see Bellamy around Vanity Fair because I feel like they're, they're the same film. Yeah, okay. Um, Crack on. So that's going to go below Little Ashes. Yeah. But above Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it's got more Rob in it. So. Yeah, more Rob for So your, there we go. There we go, really. Shall I read out the whole list um, that we've got? Yeah, go for it. So I'll, I'll read it out very quickly. I won't do my announcer voice. So start. I'll start at the top, work my way down. We've got Harry Potter, Remember Me, New Moon, Breaking Dawn Part 2, Breaking Dawn Part 1, Twilight, Eclipse, Water for Elephants, Bad Mother's Handbook, Little Ashes, Bellamy, Vanity Fair, How to Be, Sword of Xanton, Haunted Airman, and The Summer House. <laughs> oh my God. I picked up speed there. <laughs> you did. And with that, would you like your Robert Pattinson Fact of the Week? Robert Pattinson, fact of the week, but of key. <laughs> so, um, the Robert Pattinson fact of the week is that he has an asteroid named after him. Does he? He does. So, when discoveries are made, there is a high chance that the discoveries will be named after famous people. So, in 2014, Russian astronomer, whose name I'm not going to try and pronounce, named an asteroid after Robert. It has been officially named 246789 Pattinson. Wow. And I wouldn't be displeased if that was the asteroid that finally wiped us all out. <laughs> that's that's going to be the end of 2020. <laughs> we'll be wiped the end out of 2020 is going to be 246789 Pattinson is going to destroy us all. <laughs> Good God. Uh, wow. What, what a scoop. What is an asteroid? Um, A big piece of rock. It's different than a meteor. I think so. Oh, no, I do know this. Can we Google I, it? No, I do know this. Oh, you know it. Go on. Uh, I think. I think a meteor... It's something. It's a meteor when it's in space, but it's an asteroid when it crash lands on Earth. Mm. It's like um, lava isn't lava until it erupts from the volcano. Okay. When it's in the volcano, it's magma. Yeah. So when it erupts, it's an lava. asteroid is a small rocky object that orbits the sun. A meteor is what happens when a small piece of an asteroid or comet called a meteoroid burns up upon entering the Earth's oh, atmosphere. Oh, so I got it the wrong way around. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, you were basically right. I yeah, had yeah. no idea. So it's like flotsam and jetsam. Hmm? Do you know the difference between flotsam and jetsam? No. They're the things in The Little Mermaid, but uh, they're the sharks that Ursula has. Oh, are they? No, but Flotsam and Jetsam are things that happen in the sea. 
Um, it's like stuff that floats in the sea. Oh, you hated the sea. I do hate the sea, but I know all the laws. <laughs> <laughs> Flotsam is stuff that has fallen off a boat, mm-hmm. and jetsam is stuff that has been pushed off a boat. So you know when a ship crashes and stuff washes up on the shore, if it's flotsam, you can't have it because it's not legally yours. It's still the boat's. But if the boat has pushed it off themselves, then it's jetsam and they no longer want it. So you can, by law, you, you can steal it. How would you know if you came across some stuff? You wouldn't. Would you but... ask it? Are you flotsam or jetsam? <laughs> they would say, it would say, I am flotsam. I fell off by mistake. Aww, um, no, it's obviously like if a ship crashes yeah, and all yeah. the stuff washes up, then they know that they didn't want to get rid of it. Yeah. But if wow. a ship's going down and they go, let's fucking push it off, mate. Yeah. I don't know why I know that. I think it was on QI. Yeah, probably. How interesting. What a sad life I lead. Quite interesting. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, God. Right, well, hopefully this episode, I haven't sounded too incoherent or ill or yeah. just dead. Uh, we're and I've very made, proud I've of ma- you. I've made some sense. I'm very proud of you for powering through. Uh, I think it's the Lemsips that's got me through and the yeah. Manuka. Yeah. Manuka. I'm going to bleach this whole room now. Yeah, I think you probably should. And hopefully by next week, I'll be a lot better. I should yeah. be. So thank you for listening. As usual, you can find us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, at On A Roll Pod, Facebook, On A Roll Pod. You can email us, onarollpod at gmail.com to tell us how great we are. We always love receiving compliments. (laughs) (laughs) We're just compliment whores. Yeah, we're just compliment whores. And yeah, if you want to leave us a cheeky little review on whatever you're listening to. Cheeky little little review. Cheeky review. Review ski. Uh, please do and yeah that's about it isn't it have a great whatever the rest of the thing you're doing is that didn't sound right <laughs> rest of the day so rest I was of like, the I morning i can't wait to end better so emma can talk <laughs> no it's fine you've done a very good job thank you you've covered very well for me uh, um yeah we will see you next week i'm not sure what we're watching but no. that'll be a little surprise for yeah, you Yeah, a little surprise so, so yeah. tune in next week uh, for more five-star Robert Pattinson content. Oh, yeah, Oh, baby. yeah, baby. <laughs> okay. Okay. See you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 